Welcome to Frankly Speaking Podcast. I'm your host, Frank G, and this is episode 17. So let's get right into it. Usually, when you queue up the podcast, you know, you have a nice little instrumental that plays for about a half a minute or so. But keeping in accordance with today's topic or episode title, which is being willing to change, I decided to switch it up a little bit. So this episode what we'll be doing uh, is we'll have a nice little hip hop, jazz, jazz, hip hop, chill soundtrack in the background see how that i hope you you know i hope you like it i like it so what i'll also do as i do with all of the tracks i'll link it in the show notes if you enjoy the playlist the songs will change so it won't stay the same and if you like them check them out so tonight today or now whenever you're listening to a day or night uh this episode as i said is being willing to change and that goes with every everything in your life right and I think that being willing to change you know no no matter what it is or everything in your life that you have going on right now because as I've spoken before in other past episodes and check them out if you haven't listened to the backlog uh anything that is affected by change or in other words anything that is subject to change is temporary and that's across the board in every area of life if it doesn't change if there is constancy in it then it's truth and that's my definition of truth and that's my definition of change and to get started with uh this episode what i want to do is i'll be speaking from uh a book that i spoke about before and i and and you you all know that i'll link the book in the show notes as well however uh i do go back and forth from you know different books sometimes when something speaks to me when i remember a particular passage or chapter that kind of stuck out right so this uh book that i'll be referring back to is the way of the superior man and the particular chapter if you have the book um is chapter 12 and the title is where i got my title from uh is being willing to change everything in your life right and i'll read the the excerpt here from the beginning of the chapter and quote a man must be prepared to give 100 percent to his purpose fulfill his karma or dissolve it and then let go of that specific form of living he must be capable of not knowing what to do with his life entering a period of unknowingness and waiting for a vision or a new form of purpose to emerge. These cycles of strong specific action followed by periods of not knowing 
what the hell is going on are natural for a man who is shedding layers of karma and his relaxation into truth, unquote. And just in that little excerpt, you know, this is what brought me and kind of pulled this particular uh, chapter out because right now is something that I'm looking at right now is changing, you know. And as I speak about uh, the change and, you know, being willing to change everything in your life, I also throw in my own anecdotal things that I'm thinking about right now and why I decided to talk about this particular topic, you know, as we get further into the episode. And hopefully this episode won't run too long, but it may. And um, yeah, so with just... I want to one particular part that I want to kind of point out in this particular uh, the excerpt is entering periods of unknowingness and waiting for a vision or a new form of purpose to emerge. You know, and again, he says he must be capable of not knowing what to do with his life and for those of you who are, you know, for the ladies or the women that's, that may be listening to the episode, this episode is definitely geared towards uh, men, but it, it also uh, pertains to you as well, you know, because you also deal with changing in life and you can also learn a thing or two from this particular topic on how to deal with change in your own life so it's not necessarily specifically just to men but it is to you know if that makes sense so um as i said i'll read a couple more excerpts here as you opened up quote as you open yourself to living at the edge your deepest purpose will slowly begin to make itself known in the meantime you will experience layer after layer of purposes, each one getting closer and closer to fulfill the, to the fullness of your deepest purpose. It is as if your deepest purpose is at the center of your being and it is surrounded by layers of concentric circles, each circle being a lesser purpose. Your life consists of penetrating each circle from the outside towards the center and I want to say that when he when I just read that when you you know was hearing the word purpose I want you to get into the mode for this episode of thinking when you hear purpose I want you to think ego because when he says you know uh, the layers after layers of purpose each one getting closer and closer to the fullness of your deepest purpose. I want you to think about the purpose, but also I want you to make that synonymous with ego. So when you hear the word purpose, just in life period, I want you to kind of think of it as peeling back the layers of your ego because that is your true purpose because the purpose of this life in my opinion is to know thyself and if that's 
the true purpose to get to who you truly are so you can finally experience thriving so you can finally experience true living not ego living not being attached to the material that's a purpose to that purpose is to dissolve that level of ego so when he's saying purpose i want you to think of dissolving the layers of ego your purpose is to dissolve the layers of ego that you are in or that you are experiencing at this particular moment because this is going to lead to the change and but if you're not willing to dissolve those layers of ego or if you're not willing to you know experience go through the experience or purpose then you're not going to be able to change anything at all. And you're not willing. So he goes on to say, quote, it's easy to feel disappointed by life. Success is never as fulfilling as you think it, it is going to be. But there is a reason for this. Successfully completing a lesser purpose does not feel very good for very long because it is simply preparing for advancing towards a greater embodiment of your deeper purpose you know and quote each purpose each mission is meant to be fully lived to the point where it becomes empty boring and useless then it should be discarded this is a sign of growth but you may mistake it for a sign of failure and I want to take a moment to kind of expand on that in the way that, it, you know, that I see it. And a lot of times we tend to, you know, when things are starting to change in our lives and we hit this point because many of us, I mean, all of us have hit this point in our lives, whether it was just with a relationship, work, school, it doesn't matter or whatever, whatever project we might have been working on at the time right and he says that again where it becomes empty boring and useless then it should be discarded this is a sign of growth but you may mistake it for a sign of failure how many times have we've gone through something and we've become completely just done with it whether it's a particular role at the job or even you know a friendship you know or a deeper relationship that we have with you know said man or said woman and we're just like you know what man this is not going nowhere this is done you know it's boring it it's mundane it's monotonous and it's just it's taking more out of you to keep it going you know and it, you just utterly i mean it just seems as if it's useless there's, there's no point to it and we look back and we say, damn, I failed at that. Or damn, I didn't, I didn't do what I was supposed to do or whatever the case may be. What if it wasn't that? What if that wasn't the case? What if it was just time to change? And we get in this mode of thinking that things are supposed to be forever. You know, we're not here to experience forever. We're here to experience change. This is why your body changes. This is why your mind changes. This is why your friendship circles change. All things on this planet experience change because they're temporary. And they're not supposed to last forever. This is why the 
idea of fighting change is one of the pillars of our downfalls in our personal lives and in the community. Because we are to adapt to the change. The only thing that doesn't change is your soul. Because as I spoke to uh, on a few podcasts before, your soul resonates outside of time and change. You see? And the more we understand this, the faster we'll be able to adapt to the changes that's coming, even in the natural world now, the political world, the economic world, you know, the, you know, uh, love world, whatever you world or plane that you're dealing with that is changing constantly and you're having a hard time with it, you need to stop be still for a minute and understand that it is designed to change it's not designed to stay the same because we are not here forever we are here for a temporary set of time and we move on you know so and i feel that right now there are so many people trying to hang on to what was You know, oh, we're trying to get back to being normal. You're trying to do this. You're trying to go back. You're always trying to go back and let that go. Let that go. You're going to you're going to paralyze yourself. You know, you're going to paralyze your movement. You're going to be stagnant. You know, it it reminds me of one of those old, you know, uh, what was that story? That old, uh, I remember growing up in. The Sunday school and they used to, used to tell about a story about uh it was like two cities or something in in one of the in the Bible right um Gomorrah or something like that and they were leaving the people were leaving out of one of the cities or was it Babylon I don't remember but uh they were leaving what I do remember was the moral of the story or the fable that was being told was when they were leaving I remember there was supposed to be like some type of meteor shower that was destroying the city or whatever. And they were told not to look back during this process of this exodus. And they were told to leave and not look back. And if you look back, you'll turn to stone. And what that story said to me was things that happened in your life in the past, they're done. When it's time to go, it's time to go and it's time to move on. You're going to life is going to force you to move. Right. Because life is movement. And when you move and you're stuck on what used to be, what happened before you cause stagnation on every level, whether it's the physical level, the cellular level, the spiritual level. And you basically turned to stone. So when they look back in that story, they were turned to pillars of uh, stone or salt or something like that. But that's an allegory for you to know that the experiences that you have in life are not to be forever. They are temporary. You learn what you need to learn. You enjoy the quality, whether negative or positive, it doesn't matter. And you move forward. So if a relationship doesn't last, as long as you your ego wanted it to last then that means that the relationship fulfilled its purpose 
you don't have a purpose per se. Your purpose is to experience all things that you come across. Their experiences have purpose. The experiences purpose is to give you insight that you didn't have before. Because again, we're eternal beings. Just stop here in, you know, and this earth realm is temporary. Again, I got to keep saying that because it's change and you have to be willing to change. And again, those people who look back weren't willing to change. Therefore, they weren't willing to move on. Therefore, they, you know, are stagnant. And like, again, when you stop moving, your life stops. Figuratively and literally. So, uh, I want to move on to uh, a few other points that were uh, brought up in the book here. Uh, David goes on to say, uh, among the signs of fulfilling or completing a layer of purpose are these, and he lists out five of these here. You suddenly have no interest whatsoever in a project or mission that just previously motivated you very highly. That was number one. Number two, you feel surprisingly free of any regrets whatsoever for starting the project or for it ending. Number three, even though you may not have the slightest idea of what you're going to do next, you feel free, clear, unconfused, and especially unbothered or un unburdened. Number four, you feel an increase in energy at the prospect of ceasing your involvement with the project or relationship said, et cetera, et cetera. Number five, the project seems almost silly at this point, you know? So those are the five uh, signs that he laid out that are letting you know that it's time to move on. And I mean, in my view, I think they're all correct. I mean, we, like I said, we've all experienced all five of these at some point in our lives with something, no matter what it is, you know. But one of the things that I wanted to really point out here that kind of speaking to me is the idea of unknown. So I'm going to go back to point number three here. And even though you may not have the slightest idea of what you're going to do next, you feel clear, unconfused, and especially unburdened. But more in particular in that in that number three here, you don't have the slightest idea of what you're going to do next is the biggest part for me. Because so many of us fight and you know have a have a phobia really of just because I don't know what's gonna happen, I'm not going to move. And again, you have to be willing to change everything in your life. You cannot stay stagnant because you aren't sure what's going to happen. You know, and to make this hit home a little bit more, and it's really hitting home for me. Like when you walk outside every day, you have no idea what's going to happen the minute your foot steps outside your front door. You know, I mean, you just don't but you still go anyway. You don't know what's gonna happen when you get in that car, but you get in that car anyway. 
you don't know what's going to happen when you're driving in that car and you go to turn the corner or you go on a bridge or on any of these things but you still do it anyway so why limit that to just those things when you can have that feeling and that that courage that you're displaying and input import that into the rest of your worldview why continue to stick with something just because you're unsure of what's going to happen next and it's the the part of it is and the way the universe works is when you step out into the unknown into the darkness you know that you've been taught to fear your entire life you've been taught to fear the unknown you've been taught to fear the darkness guess what happens because through darkness comes light it's not through light comes darkness and more like that out of the darkness comes the light and all of the religions told you that no matter which one you practice and that goes the same when you're dealing with your own ego and you're trying to peel back those layers of yourself to get to your true self you got to go through that darkness they call it shadow work they call it the shadow self you got to work through that to get to the light to get to who you truly are which is the light you got to go through darkness you know you were born out of darkness your mother's womb was darkness you ain't afraid of darkness you ain't afraid of the unknown if you were you would have never came out you would have never been born life is synonymous with unknown that's the meaning of life unknown unknowing go through the unknown to you know and that the frozen song i think in into the unknown or something like that you know you get your kids running around here singing it they know it so but in order to do that you have to be okay with change happening you have to be okay with putting down things that you are comfortable with you see so and that's really what it comes down to you know it it just are we are we okay enough to put down the things and pick up something new you know so and when these things happen when you if you experience any of those signs that doesn't mean that you need to just discard the thing immediately you know because that can also be a fallacy and it can also be a downfall it just be that you might need to start transitioning yourself to look elsewhere and you know you got that old adage that says oh don't you know don't quit a job until you get a job you know and then, and then sometimes that's true but in other times you know sometimes you just you do need to just quit that job and have a just a short period of time of stillness and if you do decide to go that route if you do decide to say yo you know i'm done i'm out or whatever the, whatever it is that you're experiencing this with you're done you're out that doesn't mean just go jump into something else sometimes you just need to sit still that doesn't mean you know dive into a new book that doesn't mean dive into a new game that doesn't mean dive into a new man or woman or a new job or whatever it might just mean just take yourself away just get go on a quick weekend getaway or something 
and allow that vision to come to you. Be okay with being in the unknown and sitting still and allowing the vision to come to you. Because that vision, that it'll come, you know, as long as you're not distracting yourself. You know, as long as you're not distracting yourself, you're not sleep deprived and you're hydrated, your vision will come. Because those three things right there will really block you in all aspects of life. You know, and a lot of us, most people are dehydrated, most people are sleep deprived, and most people are distracted. So if you can, you know, little side note, but if you can get a hold of those three things, simple things, start going to bed at 10 o'clock. Make sure you're drinking water. You know, if you're not very good at drinking water, make sure you, you know, just have some water there on the hour. Take a couple sips every hour. You don't got to drink eight hours. I mean, eight hours. Uh, a you know, a cup of water every eight hour, every hour for eight hours. You don't have to do that. You need to figure out what your body needs because you can drown yourself doing that. And having too much water in your body is just as bad as having uh, no water. So you need to find an equilibrium for yourself when you're dealing with sleep. You know, you may not need eight hours of sleep. You might just need five or six hours of sleep. So you're going to have to figure it out for yourself. But you know to get back on the topic really quickly you know those are the things that you know when you're dealing with that kind of stuff it doesn't mean to distract yourself because you're going to miss the vision and when you get back to the that vision finally hits it's not going to come with an instruction manual so when that change happens, it doesn't come with an instruction manual. It doesn't say, okay, you need to do X, Y, and Z this way, this way, this way, this way, and you'll be, you know, you'll get that level of success for whatever the project is. You know, you just need to go do it and put a hundred percent, fellas, put a hundred percent into whatever that project is. Ladies, put a hundred percent to whatever that new project is, whatever that new change is. And learn by trial and error. You know? But fellas, this is particularly for you because this is how we need to be moving. We can't be afraid to step into the unknown because if we're afraid to do it, who's going to do it? Because the women aren't going to do it. That's not how they function. Yes, there are some women who don't have any problem with finding direction in their own lives and they probably could do it better than you that's not the point they have their own things they need to worry about they have their own way of doing things which is directly tied into the way you need to do things and the way you need to kind of lead your own life you know what i'm saying so but uh you know, like I said, it, it, it's not going to lend itself to being clear immediately, but it will come. And when it comes, just jump on it and put your best foot forward. You know, so, quote, he goes on to say here. <clears throat> Stay open to a vision of your deeper purpose by not filling your time with distractions, as I was just speaking about. You may wish to go on a retreat in a remote area and be by yourself. 
whatever you decide to do, consciously keep yourself open and available to receiving a vision of what is next. You see what I'm saying? And he also says, don't wait for the details. Learn by trial and error. You know. But uh, <clears throat> the last thing I wanted to point out here that he was uh, speaking about is he says act fully until that purpose too is dissolved into the bliss of love that you are you know and i think what he means by that part is as i said give a hundred percent because as a man our job here in the masculine principle that's being you know kind of attacked on both on both ends the masculine and the feminine principle that you know is being attacked really uh but for the masculine end of it being willing to change is direction you're being willing to change means that you have a firm hold on giving direction and then that if that's the case then you have a firm hold on being able to provide trust to those who are following you to your woman to your children to your family etc etc if you're trying to build communities then you need to be as a man you need to be able to step into the unknown because again they can't do that they can but they should not have to you see and i, I mean honestly in, in my own life right now, that's what I'm f focusing on. It's this change that's happening. This change that's happening within me. This change that's happening in the world. You know. And just overall, I, I, I do want to read uh, one more thing. And this is from a separate chapter. But... It, I think it does speak to kind of what I'm speaking to right now. And he says, the superior man, quote, the superior man is not seeking for fulfillment through work and women, but he is already full. For him, work and intimacy are opportunities to give his gifts and be vanished in the bliss of the giving. And the last part is kind of what I wanted to add on to being willing to change because as a as a man as i said earlier the 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 purpose of the masculine is to give a hundred percent to give of yourself to push love into the world to push love into your women to push love into the children in the community and basically to give you know and giving is also something that is subject to change some days you're going to need to give you know money some days you're going to need to give you know emotional support physical support you know to you know family members or friends or whatever the case may be but if you're stuck in just one way that you think that you can give then again you're being stagnant you know, you got to be fluid. You got to be able to change from moment to moment. 
you know, and that's how you're going to get to that thriving point that you've been looking for, that thriving point. You know, if that's a reason why you feel as though you, you know, are being held back in any respect or aspect in your life. You see, so that's what I wanted to talk about tonight or today. But, uh, yeah, be willing to change in everything in your life. If you need to just change all of it, you need to, because one of the things that I've been thinking about is making a drastic change and, you know, just starting over, just starting in a different way, you know. And as I was sitting there thinking about it, I was like, you know what? This would be a great topic to speak about right now because of all the things right now that are changing. And so many people are just resisting the change. You know, and I think this is why a lot of people are running to get the vaccine because they're resisting change. You know, because they feel <laughs> they think that the vaccine is going to somehow return them to what used to be and to their own downfall and detriment you know they've made an uninformed decision when they did that because of that when these people are lying to you it'll never be the same change is going to happen and once it changes it destroys whatever the past was that change you know i did that i did a uh podcast episode uh titled um i think it was uh episode nine you know, destruction is a creative force. And this is the basis. This is the pillar of change. It destroys whatever came before to start anew, to start something different. You know, and I just want to, you know, let everyone know it's okay. Again, you don't live on this earth forever. You're not designed to live on this earth forever. Your girlfriend is not going to be there forever. She will die too. Your boyfriend will die too. Your brother, your sister, your cousin, your uncle, your best friend, your favorite celebrity, they're all going to pass. But more importantly, you're going to pass. That's a change that you cannot outrun. There's no change that we can outrun. And the moment that we accept that is the moment that we start to really, truly thrive. You know what? It's okay. You know, I'll just have to adjust to it and do it this way. Oh, okay. That changed. All right. I just have to adjust to it and do it a different way. Ain't no big deal. I had to adjust to that one. So now what's the difference between me adjusting to the new way? in the way that I see fit and I can and but the beauty of it is with the change yes there's going to be change and yes it's going to be different doesn't mean it has to be it won't may not be completely different it may be some underlying parts to it that were similar to the last before it changed but the beauty of it is you can adjust to the change as you want to adjust to it not the way that someone else is telling you to adjust to it and that's the best part about it. You have the control over how you adjust to something and how you adjust to the change in your own life. This is what the beauty of being a soul being, an, inf an infinite being is because once you know yourself, you know that 
all of this stuff means it doesn't really have as much meaning as we think it does that we don't it doesn't have as much meaning as the ego says it does because the ego changes too and that's the part that the ego doesn't like be willing to change everything in your life and when i and when i say everything i mean everything that includes your ego that includes the way you know you might need to change your car you might need to change you know the way you dress you might need to change the way you look at some things your mental you might need to change the way you receive and send care to someone so again be willing to change everything all right so with that that's going to end this episode 17 of frankly speaking podcast I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Thank you for listening to episode 17. Be willing to change. And like I said in the beginning of the uh, podcast episode that I will link to the book. Uh, This book is... For me, if if I had a, you know, was in control of, you know, a reading book club that, you know, millions of men and women would subscribe to, then this book, The Way of the Superior Man, would be definitely a required reading. Um, I excuse me. I really think that this book can help a lot of men find and orient themselves for for themselves to orient themselves to themselves it's a good push in that direction and for the ladies and the women out there who are curious as well if you want to get a good understanding or a better understanding or a different perspective on how men can or could possibly be functioning or should be functioning then this is a good book to check out because what's going to happen is you're going the experience that you're going to have from the book is not a direct experience you're going to have an indirect experience in that you'll find why reading this seeing the way that david put it you'll indirectly have to address your own femininity and how you match up to the way he's putting masculinity if that makes sense so but again i'm not going to get too much into that uh the way of the superior man is the name of the book it'll be linked in the show notes please like subscribe share with family friends leave a comment on itunes uh or the apple podcast app or soundcloud and or spotify we're on all three so uh, again thank you And we'll see you next episode.